Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. What have we here? Another Monday. I don't think it's dawning in many places in the U.S. <laughs> Not yet. Have you started to come to grips with the reality that the days are getting shorter? They are definitely getting shorter. It's weird when you, well, and for those of you who work at this hour, you recognize it. In the middle of the summertime, by, by 6 a.m. Eastern, you're already seeing near full sunlight, right? It's already bright outside. And then as the the year wears on, you get deeper and deeper into fall. Gosh, it's pitch dark. <laughs> and for me, it's not just when I leave work, but as I drive home from work, and even then when I get home to Penny and get ready to walk her, sometimes it's still pretty dark outside. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's for those of you who work in the morning like we do, or at least wrap up in the morning, you can chart the seasons based on <laughs> the light you have in these early morning hours. And it is a Monday. It is the last Monday in October. Halloween coming up on Tuesday. It, we're pretty soon going to be talking about November. What? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. We have a lot to cram in this hour. If you uh, maybe weren't paying attention to all the storylines on Sunday, week eight in the NFL, maybe you don't know that it was another brutal day for quarterbacks. Kirk Cousins, Matthew Stafford, Tyrod Taylor, Kenny Pickett. We will give you the latest that we can offer coming up in the next segment. So 15 minutes from now-ish is when we'll offer you the latest and also some of the reaction from around the league. Now, here's the question that we're throwing out to you because if you're a team who wants or needs a veteran quarterback before the trade deadline, which comes up Tuesday afternoon, the cupboard is relatively bare for a few reasons. Number one, there have been so many quarterbacks injured that teams that maybe had a quality backup or have a quality backup are already using that quality backup. That's one reason. Number two, if you look around the landscape of the NFL and your quarterback is still playing and still upright, are you not comfortable getting rid of the backup you have because you're worried about what might happen to your guy? Especially if you have designs on not just playoffs, but maybe a run for the Super Bowl. You need those insurance policies. You're not so comfortable trading one away because you know you're always a snap, one snap away from needing that backup. If you are one of the teams that has a rookie starting, and right now there are, well, they're not all starting right now, but we've had seven different rookie quarterbacks start so far this season. Could be eight. If Kirk Cousins is done for the year, it could be eight. Jaron Hall may start next week for the Vikings, though we're, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. 
But if you have a rookie quarterback, well, you're also reluctant to get rid of your veteran backups. Not so much because of injury, but because they're valuable tutors for the young guys you've got. Wisdom, experience. They see things differently than rookies do and can offer so much input in game prep. So, for instance, we'll use Houston as an example. Houston actually has two veteran backups behind C.J. Stroud. Now, the AFC South is not as wide open as maybe it was to start or was a few weeks ago. Jacksonville's got a firm grip on it, but maybe you have designs on competing for a wild card. If you're the Texans, you like Case Keenum around. He's been everywhere. Or at least it feels that way. But you've got Davis Mills, who's an active week to week. What about Davis Mills? He's got a few years under his belt. Few? Two? Two years under his belt. And Jay was pointing this out to me during the break. He's also cheap, right? He's on his rookie deal. He's he's not going to cost you a lot. So there's an option. We were talking about New Orleans. Jameis Winston is on that roster. He's got a ton of starting experience in the NFL. Now, he has already played for the Saints this year because Derek Carr missed a game. I think it was just one. But they do have Taysom Hill. Of course, Taysom and Derek are so two different quarterbacks that it requires changing your entire offense. It's just, it's a question to be asked. But right now, I can understand why contenders are stingy with their quarterbacks because they don't want to be in the same position as, say, the Vikings are right now or any of the other teams that have lost their starters. And so we're asking you, where do you look? If you're a team that needs a quarterback and you need it before the trade deadline, or you need it right now, let's just say you need it at the midway point of the season, it. I didn't mean I didn't mean to, <laughs> to describe quarterbacks as it's. But you need quarterbacks or a quarterback. You need a trade. There's the it. You need a trade. You need a move to be made at this midway point. Where do you look? On Twitter, A Law Radio. Plus, we've just put up our newest Monday MVP poll. So you can cast your vote whenever it suits your fancy. Uh, Also on our Facebook page, our phone number, 855-212-4227. That's 855-212-4CBS. Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins know it all too well. They were the team that last year had to use three different quarterbacks because Tua was on and off the field with concussions. What a luxury it is right now to have Tua healthy and still not getting hit a ton. Dolphins hosting the Patriots on Sunday, and believe it or not, the Pats had an early 7-0 lead after Kyle Duggar intercepted Tua Tagovailoa. They're able to turn that into points, a touchdown from Mac Jones to Kendrick Bourne. But Miami responds not once, but twice, and for the rest of the game, really. Second down, a long five to go. Play action fake back to throw to a deep down field. Touchdown. He's got Tyreek for a touchdown. What a throw. My gosh, he put it right on the money off a of fake. And it's a booster touchdown, Miami. Boy, that was an easy one right there, right up the middle. Give me Raheem Mostert's 12 touchdown this season. Over the middle. Touchdown, Miami. It's Waddle. He walked into the end zone. On Dolphins Radio, I swear to you, producer Jay allows those cuts to go on a little longer because he wants you to hear the song in the background. He just loves that song in the background. Well, that was an easy one right there. Right up the middle. 
That's my favorite part. We're the greatest football team. <laughs> I'm hearing that a lot this season, that song. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh, it's one of those things where the Dolphins, they play to their strengths, right? They know what they're good at, and they accentuate the positive. So the Patriots... I mean, a couple of times they were hanging in. They pulled within seven uh, late in the game on a Juju Smith-Schuster touchdown. But every time the Patriots even appeared to be in the equation or appeared to be within spitting distance, uh, the the Miami Dolphins just have another gear. Tua with 324 passing yards, three touchdowns. He does have the early interception. uh, But now, look at this. The Dolphins took two already this season from the Patriots. We're excited to come off with a win. It's tough to sweep any team in your division. Uh, again, a Bill Belichick coach team is tough to beat any time, any place, anywhere. Uh, so I'm proud of those guys. Right now, we're just going to enjoy this victory, and uh, you know, we'll we'll watch the film, learn from what we can get better at, and then we'll focus on uh, our next opponent. The mindset is always, you know, to keep the ball um, any way that we can. Man, um, Tua does a great job of, you know, reminding us that. And um, the mentality, man, it's always about mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like if the ball is th- thrown your way, it doesn't matter if one guy's on you, two guys are on you, three guys are on you, make a play. You know what I'm saying? Um, and if you're not getting the ball, you know, block for your teammate or do whatever you can. So that way we put ourselves in position, you know, to, to um, get yards and move the ball forward. Tyreek Hill is already over 1,000 yards this season. Remember, his stated goal is to – Get 2,000 to be the first wide receiver in NFL history to reach 2,000 yards. And right now, he is on pace. Yeah, man. It, it uh, feels great. You know, God is great. Um, I've been calling my shot, man, since um, I came in the league. You know, a lot of people doubted me, said I couldn't do this and do that. But um, it's, it's all about believing in yourself. Um, that's the one thing my mom and dad always taught me. So here I am today. Um, so... I'm, I'm very blessed, very thankful to be in this position, and no greater day to do it, you know. Um, I have my kids here today, so no greater day to do it. Tyreek Hill, over 1,000 yards. The Dolphins are locked in offensively, and, yeah, they'll they'll be opportunistic on defense as well. Uh, it's pretty amazing, the turnaround under Mike McDaniel. And could you imagine last year had Tua started the entire season, they might be even further along. But again, they know exactly how it feels to go through multiple quarterbacks and to just do everything you can to try to keep the offense with forward motion. And it's paid off now. The work that they've put in is paid off. I'm so glad Tua is healthy. They've got a ton of weapons around him, even even with uh, the loss of Devon A-Chan. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. A-Chan, A-Chan. <laughs> the loss of uh, Devon. Raheem Mostert had a fumble, but then redeemed himself with a touchdown later on. As for the New England Patriots, sometimes you can see the potential, right? Sometimes you can. We know what they did last week, an impressive win. Um, It just is not consistent at all, and they're too fragile. That's my word for the Patriots this year. Anything knocks them over. It's like a house of cards. You you shake the table, and the cards just all fall down. They don't have a whole lot of staying power, and I, I don't think they're very durable and I don't mean physical it's mean mental toughness and the ability to sustain what they've done they're shaky to me they're fragile to me offensively didn't have enough production and it's a national ball league against a really good team right they made some plays out there and um, it's frustrating but at the end of the day we, we had it at a one score game and um, couldn't capitalize from the offensive side either just trying to get the score tied up 
just make it a game at the, at the fourth quarter really is what you're trying to do and um it's hard football is definitely hard uh mac jones 19 of 29 for 161 yards a couple of touchdowns but he does have a pick uh how about this patriots one for nine on third down that has got to keep bill belichick up at night it's and, hard. and it, football is hard one for nine. Now, not as bad as the Jets and the Giants on Sunday. I don't know if you heard the stat earlier or saw it. It blows me away. In the first half, they were a combined 0 for 18 on third down. For the game, this has nothing to do with the Patriots. It's just, at least it wasn't as bad as them. Four for 34 on third down between Jets and Giants. I don't think the weather can take credit for all of that. Oh, it was awful. Just awful. And that was the game that I was stuck with until I found other options. Hurts thinking about it. <laughs> it that game. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. The Dolphins are 6-2. and two. The Bills are 5-3. and three. So right now, a game separation. The Jets, they've won three in a row. They are 4-3 and three in the AFC East. Want to hear something cool? Next week, Miami... Place Kansas City. Okay, bring it on. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. We talked about this just a week ago that the Chiefs were in the driver's seat for best record in the AFC. And it's still very much within reach. But this next game, this next week, could very well operate as a tiebreak or part of a tiebreak, depending on what happens in the second half of the season. The Chiefs go into Denver and for the first time in eight years, they lose to the Broncos. Eight years. So not happened under Patrick Mahomes, but he and the Chiefs had a game that was decidedly uncharacteristic of that offense. This is a fourth and 28. Takes the snap. Mahomes in the pocket, in trouble. Tries to climb with stiff arms. Bonito throws the ball on the run. That ball is intercepted. Justin Simmons. Simmons in Kansas City territory. Get out of bounds, Justin. His sixth interception of Patrick Mahomes. Five Kansas City turnovers in the game. Obviously, it's uh, the worst I felt walking out of that stadium. So, uh, I mean, it's a great environment. I actually have a lot of fun playing here. Um, The fans are awesome. Um, They enjoy the game. They know the game. Um, But... uh, it just kind of is what it is. They beat us. They were the better football team today, um, and I give them their props. Five turnovers. I think that's the obvious. 0-3 in the red zone. Um, 17 points. We gave them really off of turnovers. Great field position. Uh, I take full responsibility for it. You know, the guys, uh, I saw things tonight that I, or this afternoon that I haven't seen before uh, from the guys, so... Um, that's my responsibility to make sure they're right, and uh, we weren't right today. Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Chiefs offense, five turnovers. Oh, it's like jarring. The, the two things don't go together. Now, he has accepted responsibility in this first half for playing fast and loose with the football, and we certainly have seen him. We, we know he's Patrick Mahomes, right? He's the reigning MVP. He's got two rings already, but he's still a, he's still a quarterback who – when he makes poor decisions, can look average. I mean, every quarterback can because these defenses are so good. And he's made some poor decisions, almost like he thinks, and, and this is, I'm not putting 
this onus on him. Uh, but I do think he needs to make smart decisions because he's the leader of that team and because the team goes as he goes. And it's it's not always easy to climb out of the holes you put yourself in. But sometimes you wonder if Patrick Mahomes can play fast and loose with the football because, hey, I'm Patrick Mahomes. These things happen. I make things happen. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm not calling him egotistical or arrogant. Just that sometimes... I wonder if he just kind of thinks, well, if I just step up and throw the ball, it'll work because, you know, it always works. <laughs> and most of the time it does, which is why we're dazzled by him. But he's <laughs> he's made some decisions that are they're not beneficial to the health of their offense, shall we put it that way. We've seen a we've seen a bunch of those moments in the last month where he's not taking good care of the football. So yeah, five turnovers. But for the Chiefs. While they fall to 6-2, it's a much bigger deal for the Broncos. Last Denver win over Kansas City, nearly 3,000 days ago. 3,000. September of 2015. Another streak ended with Sean Payton and Russell Wilson. And Russ would tell you, hey, it's not over till the, well, I don't know if the fat lady's singing, but it's not over yet. We set the standard today by, by how good we can be. Um... And, you know, we're going to, we've got a lot more season left. We have been saying to you guys, it's a process, it's a journey. Um, but we believe. We believe in, in who we are. We believe in um, the players that we have. We believe in the coaching staff that we have. We believe in the determination and resilience that we have. Um, we believe in just um, this organization and where we can go and what we can do. And we're going to stay the course. It's been a long time since the Broncos have had a whole lot of optimism or if it was optimism, it was fake. You could always tell when it was fake. But they have back-to-back wins, and to get two of these streaks ended, one was the how many games in a row, 10 games in a row in which they'd had the lead uh, at the halftime and lost, and then another one, this one being the one against the Chiefs with 16 consecutive losses. I mean, those are big deals. And Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, they seemingly like working together. So baby steps, baby steps, especially since Sean... Peyton and Russell Wilson are kind of stuck together for now. Uh, as for the Chiefs, they are six and two. Every every division leader in the AFC is six and two, so <laughs> wide open. Injuries to quarterbacks will definitely be a major impact and influence in the second half. There's no way we can see so many quarterbacks go down and not have it take a toll. So we will update you on the latest what we know. You can vote for Monday MVP on Twitter. After Hours CBS, also on our Facebook page. And then we're asking you to tell us, if you're a team that needs a quarterback, where do you look? What do you do right now? And if you want to make a trade, well, the cupboard's relatively bare and you don't have much time. You have until Tuesday afternoon. So both of those show questions slash polls are up on our social media. Good morning to you. It's Monday After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After Hours Podcast. goes out of the shotgun on third and 19 from the Green Bay 22. DJ Hawkinson in motion to the left. Kirk facing a three-man rush. And he stacked on back-to-back plays. That time it was Kenny Clark. Really? Kirk kind of stumbled or ambled. Now, Kirk's limping off the field, by the way. Kirk uh, looks like he messed up his right ankle. And Ben Lieber, uh, he, he barely can put any pressure on that right ankle, correct? Yeah, you guys, unfortunately, he's not putting any pressure on it. He, uh, from about just beyond the numbers to the sideline, he just was hopping, holding his right ankle off the ground. We are fearing. Um, currently, uh, he's, he's being evaluated and will be uh, into tomorrow. We are feeling an Achilles, uh, fearing an Achilles injury. Um, the severity of that, I do not know at this point. Um, but I know that's what you know our fear is in the moment, and we'll confirm uh, that um, as soon as possible. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. The voice of Kevin O'Connell, Vikings head coach, after Paul Allen and Ben Lieber on Vikings Radio. Man, this is tough because Kirk Cousins really was the glue that was keeping that team together. And not just together, but moving forward. Three consecutive wins despite not having Justin Jefferson and the way that he's been able to spread a ball, the ball around to other options. Uh, remember, they have lost different veteran pieces that he's used to. So no Dalvin Cook this year. Uh, no Adam Thielen this year. Instead, you're talking... K.J. Osborne, who's been there a lot, but Alexander Madison is your primary back. Jordan Addison is a rookie, and they've developed a great rapport right off the top. T.J. Hawkinson just got there last year, so it's been a lot of change around Kirk Cousins, and yet he has not only put up really good numbers, but has been that veteran and that glue guy. And now the fear is that he has a torn Achilles it happened in the fourth quarter. Looked like an ankle initially, um, but the thing that was the giveaway he stepped he stepped awkwardly and you could you could see his reaction when he did step and this is as he's kind of going to the ground he knows the sack is coming that second time and he's covering up the football maybe trying to get an extra yard out of it but covering up the football kind of going down to the ground and as he pushes forward you can you can see him kind of not so much grimace but just the reaction in, in his body it's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio uh, the confirmation 
would come today uh, if, in fact, it is an Achilles. But right now, everybody's so disappointed for Kirk and certainly for the team because they finally started to put it all together again. Thinking of Kirk, uh, our locker room, every single player in our locker room, um, you know, thinking about our leader, our guy right now, and uh, I'm just so proud of him, proud of the way he's played all season long, and, and uh, you know, it's, you know, whatever is the case, if, if we don't have him for uh, one snap or, or uh, for the duration of our season, that will not change uh, the fact of what I believe Kirk Cousins, the level he played to this year, and ultimately what he's meant to me uh, and our organization. You really got no words for it. You know, it breaks your heart. Um, the guy's the leader of the team. He's the heart and soul of the team. Um, you know, pl- had such a great season to this point. It's been, uh, you know, an honor and so fun to watch. Um, and so you just hope, you know, pray for the best and hope everything's okay. Um, again, that's, that's just the guy that we play for. And, and yeah, can't say anything else. Just thoughts and prayers with him uh, and his family right now. Jaron Hall, yet another rookie quarterback to see time in the NFL this season. And the reports from Minneapolis or from the locker room uh, with with the uh, – well, they're in Green Bay, but with the Vikings and their visitors' locker room is that they were stunned. They just were completely blown away, just kind of silent and obviously devastated for Kirk. Uh, and unless you think I'm making up how well he's playing right now, he was leading the NFL in touchdown passes to start week eight. Uh, he was second in passing yards. He was already over 2,000 passing yards. And this is without Justin Jefferson. So keep that in mind. Um, and he had another solid game before he got hurt. And for the Vikings, as much as maybe last year isn't within their reach, in the, what was it, 12 wins last season, they won the NFC North. They had finally gotten back to 500, and they had this victory well in hand. And he got hurt midway through the fourth quarter. So what did they do? What do the Vikings do? They've got a couple of guys on their roster. Sean Mannion's still there as well. Um, But this is tough because they can't possibly replace. Same way as the Jets can't replace Aaron Rodgers, you can't replace a Kirk Cousins in Minnesota and the offense that's built for him. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Another veteran that was lost on Sunday that we, don't again, don't know the extent of it. Matthew Stafford with the Rams getting beaten badly in Dallas. Uh, ironically enough, he survives the beating that he gets from the Dallas defense, but when he catches a ball on a two-point conversion, it was an awkwardly thrown ball, not a great ball from Tutu Atwell, uh, and Stafford lunged and dived forward to get it. He did catch it. It was a pretty impressive catch, but uh, at that point aggravated a thumb injury, so he did not come back in the game. Uh, so that's another one. Uh, Tyrod Taylor for the New York Giants. And and while you may not think that's a huge loss, he's been starting uh, because Daniel Jones is dealing with the neck injury. And so they lose him in the second quarter, and they have to bring in a guy named Tommy DeVito. 12th play of the drive coming up, aided by jet penalties. They go empty set. Now Barkley comes set to the left of DeVito. Three receivers right. DeVito's going to keep it. He's going to run left for the touchdown. He faked it to Barkley. And the kid from Don Bosco Prep has the Giants in front with 8.59 to go in the third. Local guy, Tommy DeVito, (laughs) the pride of New Jersey. (laughs) He was so fired up. I had to be happy for him. I, I just... 
that the, there's good news and there's bad news. The good news is Tommy DeVito came in and earned his first career snaps and a rushing touchdown for the New York Giants with Bob Papa on Giants Radio. The bad news is that the Jets and Giants might have been the worst combination of offensive football. It, it was offensive, all right. The worst I've ever seen. They combined to go 4 of 34 on third down, and they had 24 total punts. You guys, 24 total punts. It was a couple shy of the NFL record, I think. The NFL record may have been 26, 27. I think I've wiped that from my memory. 24 total punts. Awful. So good for Tommy DeVito. But the Giants had minus nine net passing yards. Jay, did you watch the entire game? Oh, oh, of course I did. Why? I don't know. It was bad. I feel like I watched the whole game, but I feel like every time like I would look up, it would be Shane Gillen on the screen, who's the Giants punter. Every <laughs> single time I looked up, it was, oh, it was no. just, I saw him. He was the face of the team. Minus nine passing yards. How is that even possible? No, seriously, how's that possible? You know, they, he actually threw one, like, I don't know, second or third play that he came in and hit off Cody Bellinger, the backup tight end's chest, and then, I don't know, they decided never to throw it again after that. <laughs> it wasn't even a bad throw. It was a drop ball, and then they were like, no, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Uh, Saquon Barkley was the backup quarterback, and he actually did serve as the quarterback. Not literally, but figuratively, he was the guy for the team. Uh, there were a couple of direct snaps to him, though, too, right? Oh, yeah. They were trying a couple things Everything that they possibly yeah. could. Other than getting yards. Yeah. <laughs> so he ends up with 36 carries in this game and 128 yards. But that feels like the – well, I take it back. Garrett Wilson for the Jets, the receiving uh, the receiver, he had 100 yards. But otherwise, it was just a mess. How about this? Brees Hall, 12 carries for 17 yards. I mean, I could go on and on about some of the brutal stats from this game. Uh, Jets do get a late field goal to tie, and then they win it in overtime, though they did not have a possession first. Uh, but, yeah, for here's how you get to minus nine, by the way. the This is how they calculate net, net passing yards. 16 yards lost to sacks, plus Tommy DeVito li- literally had minus one passing yard. <laughs> they, they let him throw it twice. Well, <laughs> sorry, it's so awful. Oh, I watched it. They let, I take it back. They let him throw it seven times. He had two completions, but for minus one passing yard. Then you take the lost yardage from the sacks, and it's minus 17. Tyron Taylor had eight positive yards, so minus 17 and eight leaves you with minus nine. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, after this game ended, I had a bunch of texts coming in from my friends who are Jets fans and stuff and Giants fans. And it was just, I collectively, I was like, we all win right now because this is over. Oh, and we don't have to over. watch this game And anymore. the funny part was, is the only one that went into overtime on Sunday. She got extra, yeah, extra, extra. <laughs> all right. We need some good offense to erase that putrid memory. How about Eagles and Commanders? This was a pretty impressive rally by the Eagles in the fourth quarter. And yeah, A.J. Brown is one of the candidates for after hours. Monday MVP. So find that poll on Twitter, A Law Radio. And also, if you're a team that needs a quarterback, I don't know how soon Daniel Jones is cleared. Tyrod Taylor has a rib injury. We don't know whether or not he'll be available next week. Kenny Pickett, same thing. We're waiting to to hear whether these are are serious long-term ribs slash side injuries. Um, And until we know, these teams may be in the market for quarterbacks. Mitch Trubisky came in for Kenny Pickett. 
But where are they? Where do you look? Where do you start? I like the Carson Wentz idea. That's obviously not a trade deadline move, but it's a it's a free agent move that could be done. Jameis Winston, a popular answer. Why not Case Keenum or Davis Mills from the Houston Texans if, if the Texans aren't willing to get rid of Case Keenum? Are the Patriots willing to part with one of their quarterbacks considering that they're going nowhere fast? Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi. Anything else, Jay? What's another quarterback that potentially could be available that comes to mind inside the league? Maybe a Marcus Mariota if the Eagles want to move on from him. He can maybe mm, fetch a return. Okay. Trey Lance. He just got he's to Dallas, but he's not active. Krupa Rush is the backup. Right. Yeah, he's technically for Dak not their Prescott. backup. Huh. All right. There's a few. We've done our duty. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. It's second and ten. 24-17, Commanders. Hurts is back. Hurts looking downfield. Hurts is going deep. Backing up. Devontae Smith. Touchdown! Where's Devontae Smith. Wide open. They drop coverage, and it's nice when your quarterback can see the entire field. He wanted A.J. Brown single coverage, but the safety rolls over, and no one's covering Devontae Smith, the slim reaper, and he goes into the end zone for the touchdown. It's time to pull on the pads and hit somebody on After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. The Commanders and Eagles going toe-to-toe for the second time this season, and it was only week eight, but this is the other half of the season series. Remember, the first time they played, this was a really tough battle for the Eagles to at the time remain undefeated. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS sports radio. The Eagles were actually trailing in this game in the fourth quarter on Eagles radio with Merrill Reese. You hear the Devonte Smith 38 yarder and he was wide open. He got behind the defense and Jalen hurts got the ball to him. That happened with just under nine minutes to go in the game. It tied it up with Washington at 24. Oh, there was so much more that would happen before this time and the clock expired. Sam Howell had been really good in this game. He put the commanders in position to win. But on a ball that was intended for Scary Terry, he got intercepted a couple of minutes later. And uh, the, the way that it played out, it was like one of those moments where I can imagine, uh, Commanders fans, you're thinking, okay, just gotta, we just got to get through the rest of this quarter, right? Just got to hold our breath. Just got to keep it together. We just can't have that Sam Howell blow-up moment. Because, again, he had played really well. He had four touchdowns himself in this game. Um, but it was a, a heads-up play by Reed Blankenship. Give him all the credit in the world. And so as he intercepts, he puts the Eagles right back in position. And I just don't think a team as good as the Eagles, you can give them extra opportunities, especially not late in the game. Hurts lines them up again. Hurts. With Swift to his right. Hurts takes the snap. Hurts looks, fires, and it is. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Is it is just waiting. It is a completion to Julio Jones for a touchdown. I gotta run you through it real quick. Nah, <laughs> that was good. I mean, it was a play we've been practicing. We've seen some looks that it was gonna give us down in the red zone um, throughout the week. Um, me, me and Jalen practiced it. Um, I mean, you kind of drew it up better. I mean, they did exactly what they've been showing on film, and we just went out there and executed. How about that? The Eagles and the prep and the practice and the film put them in position to get the go-ahead touchdown to Julio Jones. So welcome back to Julio. He he wasn't the star of the show offensively, but what did Jalen tell us before the break that it's really good to have another veteran option? Because, oh yeah, the rich get richer in Philadelphia. So Hurts himself has four touchdowns, two of them to A.J. Brown. So that's why A.J., he's just a badass. A.J. is one of our... Uh, he's one of our options, one of our cool, cooler options for Monday MVP. It just seems like he can catch the ball in the tightest spaces these days. And yeah, Jalen Hurts will get it to him, but Brown is fearless and he, he wants the ball in his hands. That moxie really helps. A 21-point fourth quarter by the Eagles. The Commanders themselves had 14, so this was quite the back and forth. But once the Eagles take the lead, uh, they're able to maintain it. And, yeah, they move to 7-1. and one. They're the only team in the NFL still standing with just a single loss. We're just enjoying the journey. We're just enjoying the journey. Um, and, you know, I don't think there's a point we will arrive as a team. Um, obviously, there's, there's one stop that we like to make in the end, but um, it's just a journey. It's just a journey, and you have to uh, you have to really embrace the process of it, and, and that's what I'm done, I've done. Um, not worried about anything else, but what's in front of us and in front of myself in terms of us going out there and winning. That's the only thing that matters. So Jalen Hurts, to, to me, is such a great leader. Uh, he turns everything into philosophy, but there's always a bigger picture and perspective, which is important over the course of a long season. But I love the leadership. I love how guys want to play with him. I love how he keeps everybody together. Um, certainly changing coordinators, actually on both sides of the ball, has been a bit of a learning curve. They haven't played great every game, but this is this was a strong fourth quarter rally and Definitely should catch your attention as you think about week eight. Eagles seven and one. Cowboys five and two. They have a blowout of the Rams. If you were late getting home after Sunday brunch, well, you missed all the good stuff in the first half. It was 33 to nine at the half. Uh, And then in the NFC West. Now, remember, last year it was Niners, 
who lost their quarterback, Brock Purdy, in the championship game, and the Eagles end up winning going away. But those were the last two teams standing. They were the best two teams in the NFC last year. But while the Eagles have moved to 7-1, and one, the Niners, well, they're scuffling. This is not what we expected with the San Francisco 49ers when they started out with a bunch of blowouts early in their season. And yeah, Christian McCaffrey, two more touchdowns. He extends his record to now 17 games. But Brock Purdy, three more turnovers. An interception that leads to a Jamar Chase touchdown in the fourth quarter that it didn't necessarily put it out of reach, but it gave the Bengals a nice pad. And it was... It was another reason for those detractors of Brock Purdy to question whether or not he really is the quarterback of the future for the Niners. 153 to go at the Bengals 26. Purdy back to throw. Here comes Boom. Hendrickson. He's got him. The ball's out. Nice. B.J. Hill recovers. No penalty flag this time, and that'll do it. Unreal. Trey Hendrickson with another strip sack. And Trey Hendrickson celebrating. And, man, you talk about a guy... With a gut check, Trey Hendrickson playing compromised physically is still tough to handle. The thing is, is the quarterback is always going to receive the blend, like the the brunt of the the criticism. But Brock is like the least of my worries. Hmm. Brock is made of the right stuff. Yeah, can he protect the ball better? Sure, but he's the reason why we have a chance to win games in every single game that we're in. Like right now. I can't like the, the common denominator right now is that I haven't been able to say in, a, in the last three losses that man the defense had our best outing we just happened to lose. We're not playing good football on our side, and that's the reason why we haven't won the last three games. And that's got to get figured out, and it will get figured out. Obviously, I want to be better, you know, for this team, for this organization, um, just taking care of the ball in some crucial parts of the games. Um, you know, that's that's the NFL, man. It comes down to it. You're not going to just blow teams out every week. It's you take care of the ball, and you got to play good team team uh, football. And, um, you know, that's where I'm at with that. But in terms of, yeah, you have three losses, and as a quarterback, you take a lot. I take that on myself. So Brock Purdy has the support of Fred Warner, also a great leader and one of my favorite defensive players in the NFL. Uh, he keeps that in perspective, too, that Brock Purdy gives us a chance to win. And he's, he's matter-of-fact about it. Could he help us by taking better care of the football? Sure, he could. But what about the defense? What about us? What about our side of the ball? Which is, I mean, that's the definition of a leader, is accountability and taking responsibility for your own actions and not pointing fingers at other people. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. The Niners lose three in a row after a 5-0 and start. They're now second place in the NFC West. The Seahawks have the same number of wins, but they've already had their bye, so they're at 5-2. and two. They come back with a huge victory over the Cleveland Browns. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, the final drive. So there was a defensive play. Julian Love picks off P.J. Walker. And then in the fourth quarter, uh, the last opportunity, this is inside a two-minute warning, Geno Smith goes four for five on what was their game-winning drive and has the go-ahead touchdown to Jackson Smith and Jigba with 38 seconds to go. So look at the Seahawks. Get out of here. Taking over first place in the NFC West. Will it last? I have no idea. What I do know is that the Eagles are in the driver's seat right now, or the catbird seat right now. The Eagles have got the enviable perch 
Oh, I'm such a nerd. And also not that funny. Not funny at all. So the Eagles are 7-1, and one, and they've got the best spot there in the NFC. Seahawks and Niners have five wins. The Lions have five wins. But actually, they can get to the second best record in the NFC with a victory tonight. Monday Night Football against the Raiders. Jimmy Garoppolo will start. He has been cleared with the back injury or whatever else he's dealing with. It seems like he's dealing with something every week. Uh, we've also got World Series Game 3 tonight. Man, what a roller coaster. Uh, or, the, or the pendulum, if you will, if you want to use that metaphor. Game 1, the late tying home runs by the Rangers, and then the walk-off in the 11th. Game 2, it's Merrill Kelly who shuts down the Rangers, and the Arizona Diamondbacks offer offense for days. What team, what version will we see on Monday night? So we're back tonight. Have a great day. It's After Hours CBS Sports Radio. Boom! You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 